Hey everyone, welcome to another session of Conversations with Courageous Cancer Warriors. Today we have such a gift of a guest. She is an expert in movement and breath work. She is a master at taking people through change with these amazing practices. I want to welcome Jill Ferry. Jill, thank you so much for being here. Thank you for inviting me, Lori. So I love what you're up to. You are so inspiring to me for the fact that you have gone through so many different things, you know, traumas, good things, bad things in life. And it's led you to this journey of just really supporting people through their healing. I would love to hear a little bit about your journey. Well, thank you for asking. And um, I, I truly started over 40 years ago, believe it or not, um, with my first session with my father and brother siblings. So I will go back, but I, I went through a trauma and it wasn't a, well, I didn't realize at that point in time that it was a health trauma, but it, it was a divorce. And my father and brothers had gotten together annually to, as an accountability group for themselves to lead their best lives. And one year they opened it up to all the family and I was going through a hard time. And I was like, you know, I think I could use this right now. And that started me on a path of change and accountability that has now brought me along on a path of supporting change and living your best life positively and kindly and lovingly for others. And it all started with that first time with my father and brothers. Yeah, I love that. So as you know, that's what we're about here in the show of like, you know what, everybody's going through some form of trauma. And I agree with you that divorce is a traumatic event. There, there is a loss of a relationship there. You know, there's many people involved. It's just not the two people um, that are separating from each other. And I know personally from firsthand experience that that was part of my traumatic, you know, um, I wanted to use the word effect, but that's not what I'm looking for. Awakening. That was part of uh, awakening. Yeah, great one. Um, but that ultimately led to me getting cancer because I was so traumatized um, by going through that process. And as you know, cancer usually shows up seven to 10 years um, from a life trauma such as divorce. And if I date back to when I was diagnosed to having my divorce, it was literally seven years. So like, I'm clear that that did not support my health by any means. So that's why, like, I think I, I really resonate with what you're up to because some people think like you need to have a trauma like cancer in order to seek some support, like you're talking about, you know, that you provide. So now you said that you had gone through this with your brother and brothers and father. So tell me a little bit more about that. Well, they just got together once a year and started um, what they called Boys Weekend. And so I started participating in Boys Weekend. And what it was, was something that I still practice and now have it's formed Club Change, which is an easy process of identifying steps that kind of move you through fear. You know, we all regarding wherever we are and supporting someone with cancer, or being, I, as I just told you, I'm kind of dealing with COVID right now and even kind of processing through that fear of, oh, what if, and thank goodness I'm here, that there are simple steps that we can take 
that are kind to ourselves, but it starts with showing up for yourself and then thinking about it. So I have an eight step process in Club Change that helps people show up for themselves, think about what it is they want, write it, envision it, choose it, narrow it down to something that is choosable and practicable and trackable and shareable. So those are my eight steps, I call them, the kind of an eight step process to changing in a way that's very loving and kind and simple and supported by a community and allows yourself, you, we, we do a lot of uh, breath work and mindfulness and we do a lot of um, sharing verbally, right? So you end up with a mantra at the end of this class and maybe at the end of this podcast, we'll have a chance to do a quick exercise. But when we do that, you have a mantra. And I actually encourage people like practices, like put this word on your mirror. And every time you look at it, say, I choose, I will, I am versus what we typically naturally go to, which is we're perfectionist. We're critical of ourselves. We go to a worry state of things that are never going to happen, but they're in our, they're in that, you know, 20 to 90,000 thoughts that we've grown up with for decades that we have no idea is really poisoning our health system, mentally, spiritually, physically. And when we can change that up, and I just help people do that. That's all, it's, 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 it's amazing to me that it just feels like it's been gifted to me. And every day I find a new way to share it and practice it, including here with you. So I really wanna, again, thank you for helping me share the gifts that have been given to me. Oh my goodness, it's our, our honor that you're here. So I love what you said about choosing, you know, what, how did you word it? I choose, I will, I am. Is that what you yes, said? Yes, we find I, a word and, and I invite people to practice it every day. Even if it feels, the edgier it feels when you choose, when you say, I choose bum, I will bum or will be bum, whatever that is, or I am. It really starts to, the edgier that feels to say that, probably the deeper the work is that, you could choose, not you don't need to, you don't have to, you shouldn't, because those all tend to be judgments as well that carve this canyon of our life. And when we go to the edgy places, our edges, I call it your life canyon, right? Because it gets comfortable and safe and repetitive. But the edgy stuff is up on those edges. And when yeah. you allow yourself to go to the edgy place and get comfortable being there, you know, yeah. You carve new rivulets into your canyon. I love that. I love that. And it, so that resonates with me. We're in the process of buying a house. And uh, we did exactly what you said. We're like, okay, we narrowed it down to what town? We narrowed it down to what do we like about the town? We narrowed it down to, okay, what part of the town do we want to be in? What works for us? So when people think about something so specific as buying a house per se, or a car, or a materialistic thing. It's so easy for us to keep narrowing down. What is it that you want? Do you want leather interiors? Do you want cloth interiors? Do you want, you know, power windows, power locks or no, are you, you know, I mean, I say this as a joke because I just bought a Jeep and it still has the crank windows. Right. And my, 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 my love is like, Lori, it's a Jeep. Like there's nothing like power about it because the intention is to take the doors off and just live with it and be like 
back to basics with it, which is what I'm all about. And he's like, you can't go getting power windows and power locks. And so it's been a discussion here. So when you say that to me, that's what's resonating. It's like, we get to choose all this stuff when we, you know, and we intentionally choose when we deal with materialistic stuff, but we don't do that in our spiritual life. And I love that you have created this insight for our listeners today that is so powerful. So guys, those of you listening, you get to choose it. Do you want the power windows or do you want the crank windows in your life? Not just your vehicle, like you deserve to have that distinction. So I'd love to hear from you. You know, you've worked with many, many people. What has been one testimonial that maybe you could share with us that somebody having gone through your program is like, this is what I got from it? Well, um, I just wanna go back to two things that you said because <laughs> they are important in the testimonials. One, intention, the power of intention is amazing. Like, and I just had no idea, even that word came to my practice and sharing in a very amazing way. And it's everything and not just setting that intention, but then you're right, choosing it and practicing it. And your choice of a Jeep is like, there is no gray there. That's not like, it's not like I want kind of a Jeep or um, I want to, no, I want to just try a Jeep. It's like, no, I want, it's a yes, no thing. And when you put that out in your world, like yes or no, this is how I'm going to practice my intention. I'm going to speak it. I'm going to do it. Um, it's just super powerful. And it happens. So in our, when people um, join me for a set intention class and we end up with the word mantra, then some people choose to join me for the eight-week cl eight club that follows that. Some of them are six weeks. Some of them are eight weeks. Um, I'm about to add some quarterly ones, but we practice them. So my observation is that, let me give you a good testimony. So one, um, one person, I was just shocked. Her mantra was joy. And I was like, mm -hmm. oh, that's like so kind of esoteric and not specific. But every week, religiously, with that mantra, I am joy, I will be joy, I choose joy, we set three very measurable, kind practices every week. And this is where the work comes in that she could do to practice joy. Yeah. And the amazing thing is, is after like five weeks, like it really only takes three to four weeks for somebody to kind of carve in a new practice where it becomes more repetitive naturally, becomes more habitual. She was like, oh my God, Joe, I'm no longer traumatized by losing my house. I'm no longer traumatized by this cancer diagnosis. I can find this practice that brings me joy and I'm doing it. And so guess what? She had joy and she found. Yeah. So, and, and I tend to work with a lot of people who are making major life changes. So moving, changing careers, starting, building a business, um, going into retirement, right? Like I, and this is, I'm in that age group where it's, I call it rewirement, right? Mm -hmm. Like I'm not, I'm not dying of cancer. I'm living with cancer. I am in recovery. I am healing. I am not practicing the negative things. I am living in my joy. I am rewiring my body, my mind, and my spirit. And it's amazing how people all of us, me included, I'm a stretch goal person, right? I'm a, I'm a, let me do five things at the same time and I can do it all, right? 
And through this process, I've learned to just slow down and be grateful. And my club members have found that and find something practicable. And then the path unfolds on itself. Yeah. Oh, he said so many good things and you created me so many times, right? I have changed where I live, even though it was a, the catalyst was a natural disaster known as a tornado. I have retired from being a in the field PA. I've started my own job. I have, we're about to close in a house in three weeks. I have uh, like, and you, by you sharing that, you made me realize, you know what? I am moving forward. I am doing all the things intentionally, right? This is not by accident that I ended up in Tampa. Like we chose this life. We looked at what did we want? How do we want it to look? And I was very clear. I'm like, I'm a beach baby. Like I need the ocean by me. Like my last name's Marini, right? Like there is no way I'm getting around that. So being landlocked for me really was difficult. Um, and so what I love in what you're saying, and I really want people to hear this, we are not our circumstances, right? Like I say it all the time, I'm not cancer. I'm just somebody who's living with cancer and I will not allow it to define me any other way. So I love what you're up to. And you had mentioned, maybe we could go through a little bit of your practice. Um, would that be something we could do? Yes. And in fact, I would like to share one more thing. So my uh, favorite boss and friend, um, she's a miracle cancer survivor, right? Like she was given for brain cancer, six month diagnosis, and is now still 18 years later, gloriously living her life. And my father did not have the same story, but his, I think all the people who have involved me in their, um, in what, what would seem traumatic initially. In fact, I've got a friend who just is processing the C word diagnosis. And it is a gift for everyone to share, like to go in those hard places with honesty and authenticity and share where you are because it has changed my life. I mean, it helped me change my career from being a road warrior and a group publisher to, wow, I can choose, I can choose to be with my God-given talents, not my comparisons, my comparing to everybody else and competing with everyone else and um, going for all the materialistic things that really don't mean anything in the end, right? Our health exactly. and our wellness is number one, even before our family and our friendships, because we're, we, we aren't great. We aren't great relationship people without that. That's exactly. my experience. Agreed, 1,000%, 1,000%. So thank you for sharing with, um, with everyone. And um, so, yeah, so let's do this practice. And I, I'm thinking I wrote down some questions. So um, in order to do this, I'd like to get people out of their heads. So I invite everyone, including you, to just grab a little piece of paper and put it in front of you because I'm a tactile person, like putting it, recording it on a phone doesn't work. Like, so a little piece of paper, put it in front of you. And then let's um, just close our eyes and tuck in our chin and take a breath in and out and arrive here right now for our intentions for ourselves. So let's bring in our future intentions for ourselves into this present moment with a breath. Inhaling up the front of your body and exhaling. And what I'd like you to consider right now is what would bring you joy in the next, let's say just week. What 
would bring you joy in the next week. And then I'd like you to, when you're comfortable, so breathe that in, be with all of those words that come to you that would bring you joy in the next week and word board them on your sheet of paper. So I made a little example. So write, write anything that comes to your mind on your sheet of paper in a one word or two word answer and use the whole sheet of paper, like every corner, no lists, no columns. So nothing is more important than something else. And you could have one, you could have three, you could have, I wouldn't do more than say seven or 10. And let me know when you're done. Okay, now close your eyes again and sit up tall with the crown of your head. So you're lining your spine to be in flow. And I want you now to go out to a week in the future, seven days from now, I would like you to envision yourself in your mind's eye, having achieved all of these things miraculously. Like I waved a wand and all of these things you were able to do that brought you joy. And here you are now at the end of the week. So picture yourself in your mind's eye, smell yourself, taste yourself, see yourself, spin yourself around, feel yourself. Where are you? What are you wearing? Who's around you? Just drink that in with your breath. And give yourself an adjective that describes you at the end of this week. When you've done all of these joyful things for yourself, they've just magically appeared. No effort. And then maybe there's another adjective that describes you. And then maybe a third. And write those words in between all of these words. So now what you've done is created what I call a club change word board. So now I'd like you to take this sheet of paper and put it on your lap, which is down on your thighs and turn your palms up on top of that sheet of paper. So now these words are kind of burning or rubbing this like wonderful feeling on the back of your hands and close your eyes and tuck your chin again, come in touch with your breath and allow all of these words of intention to be with you right here, right now. They're all here with you equally, lovingly, compassionately. I'm gonna read you one of my favorite poems by James Broughton, entitled, This Is It. So just be here with it because this is it. This is really it. This is all there is and it's perfect as it is. There's nowhere to go but here. There is nothing here but now and there's nothing now but this. And this is it. This is really it. This is all there is. And it's perfect as it is. So keep your eyes closed and just drink in that perfection that is you and the gift that is you right here, right now, in this precious moment. And only when you're ready, then might you tuck in your chin and open your eyes and only circle one of those words. The one that brings you the most loving joy right here, right now, in this moment. And then what I invite you to do is flip that piece of paper over and print that word really, really large and maybe share it with me visually and share it with your listeners verbally. It's be a good practice. 
if you want to. You don't have to. I had two. Oh, oh, see, already we can, we, <laughs> we, we, we are struggling with narrowing it down to one. So, okay, so share okay. with me your two. Okay, so they work together, but I have health and love. So awesome. from, and to me, they're, they're, they're one in the same. Uh, so, okay, I'll choose one. Yep. Love. Awesome. Awesome. I love that. I love that you chose love. So now what I'd like you to do below the word love that you just chose is write down, I, I usually we do three things and we work it. So write down one thing that you can do to practice love this week. Hold on, hear me out. Mm -hmm. But I want it to be specific, measurable, mm -hmm. doable, kind and time-based so so those of you who practice in a corporate career the smart you know or mbo objectives i've just replaced realistic and actionable with doable and kind so one practice so so your practice is going to have a couple numbers to it i will blah 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 for a minimum of blah 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 blah, blah times per week so it's going to have two numbers one is length of time and one is frequency and the kindness scale that I encourage people to work through is on a scale one to 10, if one is impossible and 10 is you could do it in your sleep, I would encourage you to have this practice. This is not a goal, it's not a challenge. This is a practice that is a number eight on that scale. So you're 80% likely to easily be able to practice this this next week. Mm, I love that. And this is where uh, my guidance really helps people and, and my father's legacy, which, you know, helped me start club change because they call it Jillisms and Jill's tough love because I don't allow people. I, sh I, I won't say that. See, I almost caught myself saying where it should. I elect to encourage people to be super kind to themselves because I have found when I'm kind and loving to myself, then I am to others. And when I do that and you set the scale at a place that's super easy to do, you actually do it. And then you over-succeed. And then you feel awesome as you are practicing love in a new way. I love that. I love that. I love that. See, it's already starting. <laughs> yeah. so, so do you want to share what your practice will be? Because that, so this is part of the process. Like, Because when you share it and you get authentic and you speak it, then it's out of the spin. It's out of that gray area that's judgmental and kind of sends you right back down in the canyon. So when you share it, you're like up in the canyon place, right? So if you say it out loud and you write it and you put it on your mirror and you say, I am love, I choose love, I will be love. And I practiced it today and I tracked it by boom. Yeah, so I, I am love, I choose love, I will be love for myself and for every other person that I come in contact with to leave them better than when they first met me. I will practice. I will practice being love for those around me so they can create a life that they love. I will be love for all of that cross my path, regardless of my circumstances. And how are you going to actionably, objectively practice that for yourself? This is a gift for yourself, mm -hmm. right? Because when you are in love with yourself, you are with others. So what is one thing that you're going to do at least once this week 
to practice what you just said. It's, it's actionable, something that you can yep. literally say, yes, I did this or no, I didn't. I will, I will love myself to be intentional with my exercise since work has been taking over. I will for one hour every day take on being outdoors doing something physical like riding my bike or maybe going for a walk um and i love that that's that's, yeah. that's okay. great so that's okay. the, i will for a minute so so hold on i'm going to do the kindness test with you now so i will move outside for a minimum of one hour every day this coming week so here's yes. my my kindness test for you mm -hmm. last week how many times did you move outdoors for a minimum of one hour? How many days last week did you do this practice? I did this practice twice last week. Okay, so last week you did it twice. And now mm -hmm. this coming week, you said you're gonna do it seven times. So seven out of seven, which is like not giving yourself any leeway. How mm -hmm. kind is that? You just multiplied two <laughs> by 300%, right? Mm -hmm. So, if, if you said maybe, and this is just an option to think. So if I say a minimum of four times, so I make it kind and easy, then I'm literally doubling what I did last week. It's achievable, it's doable, it's kind. And if I do more, whoa, that's, I just feel awesome versus on my path, I, I overaccomplished my loving kindness to myself. Yeah, I love that. Okay, four Great. times, four times. Awesome. Lovely. So let's check in next week. I want an email next week because tracking it, being honest of tracking, that's why I really kind of come to a yes, no thing. Because if we're great, like, I, I mean, you might end up doing it 80% or 50%. But when, when you make it a yes, no statement, you really like when it gets to the fourth day of the week or the fifth day of the week, and you know, you've got two more days and you're going to move up. You know what? You're going to do it because you committed to yourself, to me, to the world that this was the best gift. And what is more important than your health and wellness in life? Nothing, nothing. Correct. So this I, now becomes yeah. your most important practice next week. So it helps you get over any fear, any obstacles, which you know is part of the process that I do every, every day and every week and every month with my members. I love it. So for those listening, what you could count on me on is I'm gonna post it in my stories on social media that I have accomplished my one hour of outdoors exercise and if i cannot be outdoors i will do something indoors if it's weather dependent Lovely. i'm in i'm all in yay. <laughs> yay and we do it. this a lot in the class we do the yay, yay. like get your arms up and <laughs> yay give yourself a hug that's like oh, one of our practices because that. that's just lovely i love that and i oh. can see how this is so so powerful so jill thank you so much for who you being you in this world we need more of you so how can people find you well thank you laurie for asking people can find me on my website jilltheory.com and i also have a facebook group uh, club change now and so those two areas that can find me i i do set your intention sessions um, similar to what we just did but a little more exhaustive every month and they are free, the contributions based, anybody can join. And then when somebody joins, they could choose to have me with them every week of their path, of their journey. Um, so uh, the next one's going to be September 25th. 
And on my journey, I have also become certified as a yoga instructor and I lead chanting classes, which really helps people move and breathe and be. So the affirmations or mantras, the words love, I am love, I choose love. I, I weave that into my yoga practices and um, I do quarterly and weekly chant classes. And the next seasonal chant class is for the upcoming autumnal equinox on September 21st. So I invite um, someone to join me because the the slowing down and being silent with yourself is a really important part of this journey as well of being not in fear to be in love not in fear yeah and thank you thank you so much for you know providing that information and just giving this gift to the listeners um and the one thing that's coming up for me that i will feel that i feel i need to share is that it's no surprise that you showed up here today because the word that I've been receiving, ironically enough, that has been coming in my path, I've seen it everywhere now this week, is to receive. Wow. And so I receive you and the gifts that you are for myself and for those listening. Thank you just you. gave me goosebumps all over. Thank you. Thank you.